Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Woo-woo-woo! There's Mace. Were you guys uh, OJ Made in America fans? Did you like that series? You're talking about the uh, the documentary series, right? The no, the dramatization on FX, not the that thirty was the for thirty. The People versus OJ Simpson. Oh, did I say it yes. wrong? Yeah, the People versus OJ Simpson You're right. was on FX. That starred Vinnie Barbarino, as I heard you <laughs> yes, say. That's and right. Rod Tidwell. Yeah. Um, the other one was the documentary that won the Academy Award, which was just unbelievable. Put OJ Incredible. into this great historical context. Yes. Amazing. Did Amazing you like doc. the Vinnie Barbarino show? You know, I did. I thought it was kind of fun. I, I mean, I don't. I like you say. I didn't learn anything from it. Uh, and it came out. Did it come out before or after OJ Simpson made an American? before? Before, yeah. I learned way more from the other. You know what? Uh, the People versus OJ Simpson did. It reminded me of all the stuff yeah. that I'd forgotten about the OJ case. It was really well acted. It was yeah, very it was. well acted across the board. It was very well done. Um, I'm a bit biased because Brian went to high school with Sterling K. Brown. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah. So I've he was actually, great. yeah. Remember Mace? We actually had him on a show. He played uh, Christopher Darden, yeah. right? Yeah. And there was a time I was sitting in. We actually had him on to promote the show. But so I mean, I've known Sterling since he was like an elementary school. Now kid. he's way too big to come on this. Yes, show. he is. Oh, he's Much. a megastar. Yo, megastar. He, he's my mom. Incredible. Oh my god, my mom. You know, loves the entire cast of This Is Us. He is incredibly talented. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like he, every movie that he's in, he's just he's a phenomenal. Actor. So where do you guys come out on this? Like, do would you rather watch a, a the the FX version of the OJ trial, yep. Winning Time on HBO. That's mostly true, but takes some yeah. dramatization. But it's entertainment first and and educational second. Or do you want the OJ Made in America thing? Because that that to me is a better ride than just oh, okay. That's kind of a retelling of a story I remember. I'd uh, rather go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Andy. I would ra- I would rather get if assuming I'm going to get a good doc. I'd rather have the good doc because nothing is more compelling or stranger than reality. <laughs> Very true. Very. True. Although I'll tell you, can I counterpoint real quick? Sure. I was just, I was just going to say I got a little OD'd on <laughs> basketball documentaries. They all came out at one time, and I I did like Winning Time. I thought Winning Time was fun. I thought People versus OJ Simpson was fun. Yes. Documentaries generally aren't fun. I was more glued to Winning Time. Which is kind of funny between some of those that and, and and I wouldn't think I would be, but I was. I was glued to winning time. But however, go back to the last dance. I mean, I was watching those, even though I kind of knew a lot that was going to happen. I was glued to that as well. Yeah, so the last completely dance different. was a trip too because it came out during the pandemic. Oh and, yeah, and it's yeah. so hard to separate whether it was good or not from whether or not it was the only thing new. We were on TV. desperately looking yes. for stuff to talk about. Yes. I can tell you right now, were it not the pandemic, I'd have tapped out. Would like, you really? There's only so. Honestly, Michael Jordan's not that interesting. He's actually not that interesting of a person. Like, there's more stuff that surrounded Michael Jordan mm-hmm. that was interesting mm-hmm. than Michael Jordan himself. So here's I want to split that hair for a sec because I 
agree that Michael Jordan's version of Michael Jordan is not interesting. And that's what you got in the last dance. That yeah. his version of his history is kind of what I know, plus add 10% more bad guy. Right. Okay. Everyone else's version of Michael Jordan, I think, is incredibly interesting. Sure. But well, the just... other person's version of a person is always more sure. interesting, right? Because. Um, actually, you know, I saw that Whitney Houston uh, film oh, the movie? a couple yeah. weeks ago, the movie, which I thought was really good. Um, it, it was a pretty unvarnished, it was the estate that did it, but it was a pretty unvarnished account. It had her, uh, you know, fluid, uh, she, she had a girlfriend at one point, and she was on drugs long before she ever, ever met Bobby Brown. So that was a version where the estate kind of told the story, warts and all. A lot of times you'll see a cleaned up or a sanitized version when somebody is when it's autobiographical instead of somebody else doing it biographically the, the pandemic i think threw off our smeller a lot because oh we, 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 we were we watching watched, so, we watched tiger king i was just going to say mace that we as a country yeah. as a, as a <laughs> yeah. watched that and were deeply invested in breaking it down day by day tells you all you need how to much know. fernando did you watch during covid COVID, when COVID was going on, I'm a DirecTV customer. The Dodger channel was not on DirecTV as it was going on. Oh. That I think it, or it happened in the middle oh, yeah, of the pandemic. Right. Or it no was, Dodgermentaries? There were, I, I didn't have whatever it is, Spectrum. I, I didn't have it, so I couldn't do it. I was not fully impressed of Fernando at the time. I, I would watch it every day. <laughs> I mean, like, there is a reason that, for example, Shit's Creek took off during yeah. the pandemic that yeah. show had been around mm. but we needed like pop tv or something we, we needed, needed positivity yeah. like and it was happy yes and they all and it's, you know it's really well done it's a fun show mm -hmm. but like i don't know if that show if it had come out two years earlier or two years later same with ted lasso i don't yeah. know if, i don't know if that show mm. Would have hit the exact same way. Well, think about it. And Joel McHale did the like the Tiger King revisit, and I yes. like Joel McHale. I think he's really funny. Yeah, he's very funny. I, I, I think so too. But ten minutes into that, you're like, no, nah, I don't need to see any more of this. this well, is, you know this what's is weird dreadful. About it? You know, we uh, now. How much do you remember about Tiger King? Very Probably little. too much, right? Yeah. Not that much. I mean, I, I you remember some of the I remember details. He, he but ran for mayor. Mullins. That Carol Baskin was had a husband yeah, that she, went disappeared. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. He that's where the I wanted to go. Yeah. Remember, Carol Baskin yeah. fed her husband to the tigers. Allegedly. That was a very, very popular <laughs> theory. Her husband. I had this on my prep doc for a while now. He was sighted in Costa Rica. He is. He is. Uh, he was found alive, which <laughs> no means kidding. that she actually didn't feed but wait her a husband minute. to the tigers. Isn't the source on... Maybe I'm wrong. Was I mean, Carol Baskin? I'm I, yes, I think the source is Carol Baskin. <laughs> oh, really? Carol Baskin's the one that reported her husband was found this, alive in Costa Rica? I may be wrong, but I think the source on this is Carol Baskin. Did you feed your husband to the tigers? Nah, saw him no. in Costa Rica a yep. couple days ago. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, enough for me. <laughs> he had a reservation. He had, he had a great dinner. <laughs> Good enough for me, Madam Wackadoodle. How <laughs> So anyways, I got this great uh, yard furniture, and, <laughs> and I'm telling you, it, is, it has a lot of How much you potential. Want for it? it has a lot of potential. Mace, um, I'm going to take it that you're not um, 
going with a U-Haul to somebody else's house to pick up and pay. Pay for. Yeah, no. <laughs> They're not doing it. But I do have, I've got this, it's great, it's got, it's wood, and it's it just needs to be refurbished. That's it. Well, And, and then it's like brand new. And, and, Susan, are you out there? Well, she still has zero experience refurbishing furniture, so <laughs> it was... I love that story. I love that story. It may, so I, do you go through that with, with Juan as far as like, why are you doing that? We don't need that. Why? No, no, no. I'm going to take care, and then it just sits in the house forever and ever. Well, our backyard is has been a work in a, pro, a work in progress since the day we moved in. You guys got and great. Every setup. year we have a plan. You know, okay, we're going to sure. put rocks here, and then we're going to plant something there. And it's still the bare backyard it's always <laughs> been. But there are drawings all over the house. This is what it's going to look like, and oh, it's going to be great. And this is it's going to be like a waterfall with different colored stones. I'm like, I I don't. It's never happening. This is never happening. By the way, Juan is listening right now. I guarantee you. And he's pissed off. <laughs> this will be our Japanese garden. We'll put yeah, it right here. Yeah, it'll be a here. Japanese garden, a Zen garden. <laughs> Look, I love the idea of just considering remodeling it's fun to think about oh this would look really it would be really nice to have this over here at a zen garden there it's, it's it's a very pleasant intellectual exercise but when a 600 pound pile of rotted wood yeah, actually yeah. shows up in your backyard it's far less fun to does it still fantasize. have potential it's it's compost by now. It, it's so rotted that it was based. Birds he sat were on a corner and it, it fell off, and it just fell right through. Oh, I, I I was lucky that I hadn't put my full weight on it, or I probably would have broke my back. I was just kind of leaning up against it, and a giant chunk of it sheared off like a ice shelf in Antarctica. It was it was terrible. Do you deal with this, Andy? No, I do not. I. I all the wood at my house is usable. Do, do, does she? Does your wife show <laughs> All up with the wood things at like, my house is usable? Yeah. Does she ever show up like, what are you going to do with that? Like, what? Why did you buy that? Well, you know what? She is part of a group called Buy Nothing, where yeah. people put stuff on it, and you can have it for free, whatever you want. You just are responsible for picking it up. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten a, a few good things out of that. What the hell is this? Buy Nothing. It's called Buy Nothing. Okay. So, so people want to like get rid of something, program? but they don't yeah, want to. No, it's not a loaner program. It's a take it program mm-hmm. for free. It's just you need this. You come get it. As long as you want to come get it. We're having some <laughs> difficulty, though, right now because the place we moved into, the backyard is nice, but it's smaller than the one we had. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really fit what the trampoline <laughs> that oh. I had before. Like it, it fits it, but it, it doesn't it fit it space. functionally. Yes. So. The problem is I'm trying to get rid of this trampoline, but I don't know how to disassemble it. So I need somebody to pick this eight-foot trampoline up. <laughs> okay, but can't you – so she's okay with you getting rid of it? She's, she wants me to get rid of it. Okay, she has patio trampoline. Isn't that – Hey, Trav, you've got the Silverado now, right? I do. Oh, how do you, you feel about pick trampoline? up the trampoline? <laughs> yeah, well, now he's going to rent a U-Haul. I've episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets one. I'm not, I see how that one Oh, ends. this has netting. It's totally safe. <laughs> Andy, I, did you ever hit the tramp? Yeah, you know what? During the pandemic, when I would not go <laughs> to the gym, obviously, yeah, because yeah. everything was shut down, I used to like jog in place on the trampoline, really? low resistance, mm. for like 30 minutes to an hour. I would have liked to every day. Yeah, I wish there was video of that. <laughs> yeah. Neighbors were just looking over the fence. I don't care what they think. I'm secure with myself. <laughs> there um, goes that Kamenetsky guy running in place it's again. Wor- it's Look, actually a good workout. <laughs> that that grown man is on the tramp. What is happening? <laughs> How, so, I, what's it called again? Buy nothing? Buy, Buy nothing. Okay. Buy nothing. If I just, you gave me like your login. <laughs> And I went and posted multiple 
plastic bins full of sombreros. Would somebody come and pick yes. them up from my house? Yes. Because Absolutely. I have that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have multiple bins of sombreros? Sure, yeah. Mace. Don't Every, you? Everything you need, buddy. Yeah. He's got it. What do you mean? Why do you say it like that? The, are they for when you watch the Fernando documentary yes. and you throw <laughs> them up We don't have spectrum. I, I will <laughs> tell you, so my, my daughter is 19 years old, 19 and a half, okay? She's right. a sophomore in college. Those sombreros, and there's maybe 30 of them, okay, are from her fifth birthday. She had a Dora-themed party where the kids wore sombreros and played games and stuff like that. She's almost 20. They're from her fifth birthday. Wow. Ha- haven't been used since, yeah. but they still exist in my garage. Mace, you never know. You never know at the, at the Roger something household when up. yeah something could come up. Does the table make more sense now? Yeah, table does make <laughs> sense now. Table does make sense. So is uh, the Kelsey mother going to get to flip the coin at the Super Bowl? You guys, you guys signing the petition or not? Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah I actually, kind of I like it more than you did, Travis. You, you're like, you kind of brushed it off. Yeah. I actually think it would be cool to see mom flip the coin. I, I wouldn't be like outraged if she did it, but I, I don't. <laughs> you're going to be outside. Like, I'm not going to. I'm gonna not going to say the counter petition. <laughs> He's hey, not guys. telling everybody. Is everybody shut up for a second? Yeah. The coin toss this is, is coming. Kelsey's getting ready to throw the coin. It, would, it wouldn't be one of those sort <laughs> of starts. Petition.org. He's so outraged. Yeah, it just feels, uh, I don't know. Two rivalry organizations try to get her off. Why not create a moment for the family? Yeah, a beautiful family moment. This doesn't happen. That's fine. I'm happy. I'm okay for the moment for the Kelseys. I just am not going to actively participate to try to get it to happen. Go sign it. Sign it. Do it. You do it first. Do uh, it. Confirmed. The the source on Carol Baskin's ex-husband being alive and well in Costa Rica is actually Carol Baskin. Oh, it's Carol. Oh. I'm going to need a second source on <laughs> yeah, this. Like I all need, good reporters. I need a corroborating witness on this one. There seems to be none. Wow. I'm not kidding. And here I was going to run with it as a story. I just saw it as a blurb. Hey, Carol Baskin saw her That's all you in needed. Costa Rica. It's like, Hashtag uh, free Baskin. Is, is, Consider the source. Is Joe Exotic still in prison or is he out? Do we know? I, I have that. so lost track of him. Because there was a moment. I think where you guys are right. COVID definitely had us watching all those. <laughs> oh, it has watching so much crap. There, well, it, it had some iconic moments, right? When they emptied that dump truck full of expired meat, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh my god, what am I watching here? This is this is not good. I remember trying to talk my mom and dad into watching it, right? And my mom and dad are they're in their mid seventies, but mm-hmm. they're 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 pretty contemporary, right? They're right. not. Like your typical older folks, they're they're pretty contemporary and modern. They watched it for thirty minutes, maybe they're, they're like, "We're out. This is the That's dumbest it. thing in the world. I can't believe you and people like you are watching this." Still they immediately in, cut me. Still loose. in prison. Um, he was resentenced to twenty-one years in prison in January of twenty twenty-two. So he's going to be there a while. He just did his first uh, interview since oh, being nice. resentenced from inside prison with whom? Um, Joel McHale. Joel McHale. <laughs> <Who had that? laughs> Who had that exclusive? Uh, it, I, I can't tell right now. ABC News is the, the article. Ha, have I, you guys seen uh, What About Bob? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's okay. a great movie. All right. We were talking about Groundhog Day today. Yeah, I know. Everybody recommended Murray's. it. How do you not see What About Bob? Haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, I got to get in there. It's great. It's Dig terrific. In. It's very funny. Yeah, it's it's – and like DeMarco said – if you kind of watch the movie through the eyes of Richard Dreyfuss's character, it's less fun because it'll drive you crazy. Do you guys have a different favorite Bill Murray movie? Groundhog uh, Day. Bill Murray Groundhog movie. Day. You're Groundhog Day. Let Nobody picked Kingpin, which surprised me. I love Yeah, Kingpin is good. It's not really that character's name, Earl. Yeah. Earl McCracken. Earl, Earl McCracken. McCracken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Big Earn. Big Earn. I love 
I love Kingpin. The way his hair swirls is just remarkable. Mason. Um, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. We, we, were talk, we were talking to DeMarco about – DeMarco's in a full – he's training as if uh, he's got a Super Bowl coming up oh, in I March or something. Yeah, you keep disturbing his training practice. Uh, exactly. Um, yeah. Do you have a partner or no? Because yesterday oh, we yeah. thought it was Cap's dad, and then we thought it wasn't Cap's – is it Cap's dad or, or well, you don't know yet? we've got a little debate on that. I think it should be Charlie Kaplan, Cappy's pappy. Um, <laughs> now, hey, hey Mace. Hand, hey, Mace, I think I got something here. Hey, Mace. Hey, Mace. Um, Bergman thinks – I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he thinks Cappy's Pappy is a nobody and nobody wants to see him play. Is that, <laughs> is that the words you're trying to avoid? I, Jeez, I, Berg. I don't want to put words in his mouth. You don't want to put words in my mouth, but you're going to just go but say that. But he's a nobody. Berg, was that quoted? I think Who's the source? <laughs> I think that people know who he is as like Kaplan knows who he is. Yes. I don't think a lot of our listeners know who he is because he hasn't been a part of the shows yet. Nobody, so maybe this can do it. He's not a nobody. Well, He's a superstar at Delta Del Boca Vista Phase Seven. <laughs> I said nobody knows who He's he is outside Boca. of Kaplan. The mayor of Boca. Why are you trying Charlie to get me in trouble, Mason? I thought what we were they, friends. What, I don't what know if what we're they doing went here. on a run, and all of a sudden they're in like the finals oh, of the? And Cappy's Pappy's just tearing people up. Cappy's Pappy's and, and people are carrying throw. him at the end as they hoist the trophy. Everyone will know him. I mean, so you you know you know Mason and his athletic ability. Sure. That's not happening. Hey, no, Cappy's Pappy's doing all the work. <laughs> You're just gonna stand there. You're gonna hang I'm out on the, the baseline. baseline. Cappy's Pappy's playing. He's standing the net. behind him. <laughs> right. He's like, all right, you get, get that one. Way. Yours, yours, <laughs> you. yours. It's you. It's you. <laughs> if this it's, one's you. If it's not Cappy's Pappy, do you have a plan B? Uh, plan B is uh, no. I don't really have a plan B. Is there a plan B, Bergman? No, you're by yourself. <laughs> I, I'm solo. I'm solo. Yeah, you'll be free to go relax quickly. No, I then. think it's going to be Cappy's Pappy, Good. Uh, regardless okay. of what Bergman right. says. You, 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 should, you should get on a, like a Zoom with him and get to know each other a little bit before yeah, the tournament starts. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Put, put him on your show. I think we're going to have uh, pickleball practice this weekend. Bergman, are you available for uh, pickleball practice? This weekend? I, yeah. yeah, I can make something happen. Yeah, we, we need somebody who's on, like a really good instructor. Any other day. Us. Oh, we have one. By the way, we have one. I, I told the story to uh, to Trav, and I was texting with him earlier. Do you know Drew Belzer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally, Drew was a great tennis player. Was a yeah. great tennis player, and Mace is such so random. I see him at the Laker game. Yeah. We're catching up for a second. He's like, great yeah. Great guy, by the way. Fantastic. Oh, hey, Drew's a great guy. He's like, I have clients that are here that, and it was he, he mentioned pickleball. I'm like, are you serious here? We have a pickleball tournament coming up. We need to figure out how the hell to play, so I'm supposed to be getting with him uh, pretty soon. And also, oh, nice. we do we do have one, Mace. We're going to have one uh, next week, I believe, when we get our paddles. Ara Maserli, and I don't know how to say his last name, so sorry if oh, I yeah. said that wrong. Yeah, it, yeah he's, he's, he's active. into it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's very, very into it. paddles and balls and what sort of mm-hmm. service. I'm like, nice. Yeah, his, no, I intend to His be, only problem is that he's a Clipper fan, so, you know, I'm, that's the only problem. I'm not going to win the thing, but I just don't want to... I don't want to lose badly. In That's order goal. of goals for me. Yeah. Walk out under my own power. Yep. yep. No injury. There. And don't be the first 7-10 team out. There you go. That, that's, that, that's, that sounds like a good plan. That is the, the goal for Travis. Who's your part? Oh, you guys are playing together, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, played a he's bit. actually playing. I'm playing. Yeah, I've, I've taken it upon myself to try to learn the game a you little any good? bit. No, I'm not. Somebody go out and scout him? I, I, I played a little bit with my buddy who's much better at it than me. He kicks my butt, and then um, we sit there and talk for a while. It's just it's, baby tennis, right? It's it's almost a perfect hybrid of ping pong and tennis. It's like halfway in between those two things. 
Yeah, I, I, I intend to be credible. I, yeah, that's a good word. That's yeah, the third credible. thing. Don't get hurt. Don't get hurt. Don't be, be the first credible. one out. Be yep. credible. Super yeah. Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Islands next. We'll see you tomorrow. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ah! Ah! You can delete that. It's a little... Good afternoon! Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We are uh, getting ready for Lakers basketball. We got 90 minutes. Uh, 90 action-packed minutes here. A-Cam, what is going on, man? You know what this is? This is like the lead-up to Effort Friday. It is. It's like the Effort Friday pregame show. It is, because it's just 90 minutes. You know, half of them are taken up by games. This is just... (laughs) The Epic Friday preview. Yeah. Half of them are taken up by games. It's true. We're not doing. We're not doing what's up, fool. So you know, there's not all the games. Yeah, I miss what's up, fool. I know, but we don't have time for it today. Yeah, we don't have time. We don't have time. And also, if so, you can just delete that off of my my gestures yesterday off of YouTube, that'd be that. that'd be fantastic. <laughs> that will I'd live forever, that. especially at the Mandy. No, Awards. Jorge, you can don't have to do that. Give me a blank check, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you, what. Now that... you've already gathered that for the Mandy Awards, right? Oh, yeah, Jorge? It's in the vault. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know what that was, but it was not fist bumping. <laughs> it, it was it was fist bumping. It was fist bumping. It was bumping. No, well, I'm, not, I'm not doing that with you, man. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to break about. that world record. Yeah, nobody's breaking that one. So uh, well, maybe I am. Who knows? So I, we have got uh, Andy. You you like this? Um, you know how the boss will sometimes say, we need you to do something, we need you to have a meeting, whatever that is. We, Amanda, boss Amanda said, we want you to have a team bonding event. So uh, we're going to do it next Wednesday, and it is going to be, what are we calling this, the Mason and Ireland Invitational? Sure. Uh, it's a bowling <laughs> event next Wednesday. It is me and Ireland versus Bergman and Jorge because everything needs to be a contest. We can't actually bond. We have to pit each other against each other uh, for, for something to work. But uh, are you any good at bowling? Actually, I'm not a bad bowler. I'm actually yeah. not a bad bowler. Bergman, what about you? I can get the ball down the, what do they call it? Are you good? Lane. The, the, lane. the lane, yeah. The lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you I'm good? Okay. I'm, I can, I'll, I'll get over 100. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. I mean, well, no, that's not a. Oh, come Actually, on. Actually, a lot of people consider 
100 like the baseline of being good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you can get over 100, like, you're you, good. You, you cannot consider yourself an acceptable bowler if you can't break 100. Jorge, you going to break 100? Oh, more than 100. Maybe, like maybe 250. 250? Yeah, yeah, get right. out of here. Not yeah. Yeah. Who are you, Mookie Betts? Get yeah, out of here. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up. It's a strategy, Greg. I'm trying to put fear in this fool's head, man. No, we're, here's we're the thing. Downplaying, I am, Jorge. You may have found my game. You may have found the thing I can beat all you at bowling. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm me. Beat you us in the parking lot out of the movie, that's for sure. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to make a prediction right now, Mace, because you and I are roughly the same age. You're a little yes. bit older than me, but we're roughly the same age. We both grew up in the Midwest. Yeah. Because of that, A, I bet you grew up bowling. Yep. B, I bet you were in a league. Because I was, I was in a league. I was in a league, too. It's a very Midwest of the late 70s, early 80s era. In the Midwest, you were in a bowling league. And mom, my mom and dad were in a league. It was a yep. ma and pa league. My grandparents were in leagues. Yep. My Both grandparents sides. were also <laughs> in leagues. Both sides, yeah. Uh, we had a campaign when I was working in Toledo. We had a uh, radio campaign to try to bring the National Bowling Hall of Fame to Toledo. We lost to Milwaukee, but there you go, Midwest and bowling. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'd go, you'd bowl a few frames. I mean, yeah, a few frames. You would get yourself the slice of bowling lane pizza. You would go to the arcade. Pitcher a beer. Pitcher a pe- The well, claw I was, machine in the arcade. The claw machine. Which is uh, a total scam, by the way. The claw machine is a scam. And then you You're go- putting all these quarters in to get something that's worth a quarter. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's basically a carnival in a machine. That's, yeah. That's essentially the way it works. Then you go to the pull knob cigarette machine, and you get yourself <laughs> a pack of butts. Yeah, yeah. Pull knob cigarette yeah. machine. Oh, yeah. I, I like that you call it a pack of butts, too. It was. That's what it was. It was a pack of butts. But that was, by the way, when you were young, that was a great way to get cigarettes without having to yes, show ID or anything like that. You yes, just peek it was. Your head. Were you a smoker, Andy? You were a smoker, right? Oh, yeah. I was a smoker for a long time. How long did you smoke? I smoked for probably 20 years, something like that. Wow. And how, was, how hard was it to quit? Very. Bergman, were you a smoker? I was, yeah. Yeah, I thought 10 to 12 years, something like that, yeah. Yeah, and how'd you quit? I just said I don't want to smoke anymore. That's it? That was it. Stopped. You have to want it. Yeah, you have to want it. a hypnotist. Did it work? I mean, obviously it did. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, clearly worked. He he quit. I always say that, that, you know, I had a couple of rules when I was dating around. Um, I don't want to be with an actor or a smoker, and as it turns out, I met Juan. He was a (laughs) smoker and an actor. You know what? The heart wants what it wants. The heart yeah. wants what the heart wants. Jorge, exactly were you a right. smoker? No, never. Never? No, I, I didn't even ask Jorge. He's no, I'm clean not. living. That's, he's, he's that's straight not Just alcohol runs through my veins. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. There's and no blood. Know, to Morales' point there during the, the intro, five gallons isn't actually that much. I don't, I don't think it's Mm-mm. that much either. I Honestly, like I don't drink five gallons of alcohol. What was it, a week or a year? Five gallons per year. I don't, that doesn't sound like a ton well, to me. Well, think about it this way. It's per person per year. This was the state of New Hampshire, five gallons of alcohol. But that includes like all the kids and all the old people who don't drink and all that stuff. So if you figure out, you know, eliminate the kids, it's probably a lot more like 10 or 12 gallons of alcohol. How many, 
Jorge, you're a big drinker. How uh, how many gallons of alcohol do you think you drink? I don't know. Okay, let's break this down. How, how, okay, a 12-pack is what? 12 ounces per can? Yeah, 12 yeah. times 12. So I can do that at least maybe twice a month. <laughs> so uh, let me figure it out. I'll figure it out. Okay, yeah, number. figure it get, a, get me an exact total by the end of the show. Yeah, sure, by 2.30. <laughs> You'll have it. <laughs> I want an exact total. So, uh, Lakers uh, on the floor tonight in Indiana. LeBron closing in on the record. Uh, He's got, where do I have this? 89 points left uh, to become the all-time leading scorer in the history of the NBA. He was listed as questionable tonight, but because we haven't heard anything else, I assume he's going to play. Andy, do you know anything different? No, I I assume he's going to play. It's just the only reason now the questionables, like, perk up my ears is because Darvin mentioned before the game against the Nets in Brooklyn when LeBron didn't play that that foot-slash-ankle had been bothering him a lot. Right, right. Because normally he's been questionable and nothing's come from it and he's ended up playing, or it's been pretty well described as just scheduled rest, maintenance, he's 38 years old, season 20. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he mentioned that the foot-ankle was bothering him, that's what made me wonder, like, okay, is this actually questionable or just a label? But I'm assuming he's going to play. Here's who I'm thinking about right now. Um, either I've taken, let's say you've got Lakers tickets for next week. Uh, he could break the record versus OKC, especially if he does play tonight. Or he could play, break the record against Milwaukee on Thursday, particularly if he doesn't play tonight. Um, so if you've got tickets for OKC or Milwaukee, you have a certain rooting interest. of You want to be in the building when LeBron James breaks the record. Oh, yeah. I mean, this this is a dice roll for everybody involved. Like, you know, you, there's a certain amount of, you know, I don't want to say caveat I'm poor because if he plays in either game, you get your money's worth. But in terms of just being there for history, you're better off just trying to get tickets for both. Like that, if you can afford it, that's how you cover your bases. Yeah, if you can afford it. I have, I have a it. friend that actually bought tickets about a, a year ago, right around this for this game for against Milwaukee, thinking that this was going to be that game. Really, he was able to see the future and guess that Milwaukee. Well, like he was. The there was a whole thing like during the pandemic. There, he was part of those where they got his game got canceled, so he had right. the he had the tickets that he could just choose where he wanted, the and pandemic. so. Yeah, so then about a, what, I don't know, six, seven months ago, he was looking, he's like, all right, I think he could break it right around here, and he has it for Milwaukee. Wow. See, I've got, I, I'm having trouble. I've got a sweet pass for Milwaukee. I don't have anything for OKC right now. I was told by the station that there are no more sweet passes. Are you in there, Bergman? I'm going to get a credential. You are? Yes. Okay. I'm not, I'm not in the sweet passes, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't have those. Don't How did you get those. it from Milwaukee? Uh, I asked. Oh, all right. And Stephanie said, sure. <laughs> well, you should ask. Do you want me to go through that OKC. process again? I asked, and she said, sure. That's fantastic. Did you? Yeah. Did, why didn't you ask for OKC then? Uh, she, they're sold out for or they, they gave them all out. So did you ask Amanda if you can get a credential for OKC? Uh, you know, I, am I supposed to go through Amanda, or am I supposed yes. to go through the Lakers? No, no, no. You go to Amanda. Oh, okay. Amanda, Amanda. are you listening? Because no, I already sent a, a note with to the, the Lakers. Rams. So that's not going to happen right now. Yeah. Oh, I, it's funny you say that about the Rams. I want to mention something about the Rams coming up. So late at night, and I'm talking about late at night, uh, and I'm, I, I'm, I've had a couple of gummies. <laughs> I'll, have these, I'll have these random thoughts that I will just type on my computer, on my little notepad on my computer. Uh, and one of them 
is about the Rams, and it came to me last night at about 10.30 p.m. So I got that coming up next for you, plus Bobby Marks with some with at least one trade idea that the Lakers, uh, it's a trade he would like to see happen. Uh, it involves the Lakers and the Chicago Bulls. We'll fill you on that coming up next. Oh, Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Thank you for that reminder. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Okay, so we've done some uh, calculations. Actually, Jorge has done some calculations, and Bergman has chipped in. How much alcohol is five gallons? Now, Jorge, what do you estimate? Okay. You said you've done some, some math. Yeah, on so I've been looking at pictures that I sent to friends or whatever when we drink a 12-pack or whatever. We share pictures just of what we're drinking tonight or that weekend. Right. So I counted from, one, from last Christmas to this past Christmas, a whole year kind of. There's like 12 or 14, uh, 14 12 packs that I sent. 12, four, 12, 14 pictures of 12 packs. Okay. So that means that in five gallons, there's 640 uh, ounces. Okay. Wait, hold on. Why are you so low? Okay, hang yeah. on. I'm, I'm making some. Okay, five here. gallons is 640 ounces. Okay. Okay. A 12 pack has 144 ounces. Mm. So I've you done, went way over five I'm gallons. Way over. I'm like five and a half. That's what I was saying. It doesn't sound like a yeah, lot to I'm me like at, at all. I'm like at fifteen. I'm at fifteen gallons. That's I feel like I'm during at. my bartending days, in I was going year. five gallons a day. <laughs> exactly. Wait a minute. So Jorge, you think you drink four, fifteen gallons of alcohol a year? Yeah. So if I, if you calculate that, it will be two and a half. So it'll be five, ten. Yeah, about twelve gallons. Twelve gallons. Wow. Of, yeah. Now Bergman, what did you say about the bottles of wine? So do you drink wine, Andy? I- Every now and then, it's Every not my thing. Then. But yeah. so, I mean, if you drink a bottle of wine, which is pretty normal, if a friend of mine just texted me and said that nine bottles of wine is two and a half gallons, so if you drink eighteen bottles of wine over a year, that's easy. That's very <laughs> that easy. easy. Michael Thompson absolutely drinks more than eighteen Eight? bottles of wine a year, Algae. and that's and that's yeah, five he gallons. More than five <laughs> gallons like, of alcohol absolutely. a year. Wait till I hit him with that. That's oh, one he's bottle. Love it. That's like one bottle every three weeks. Something like forget about it. She also said, this, this show is making me rethink my life choices. Good. Mm. <laughs> good. I mean, we should all We're think doing something it. good for out there. It last year, you know like what a... I drank last year? Three Z- martinis. That was it. And that's yeah. all you need. Yeah, we don't need any more. But you drank them at once. That was the problem. It's <laughs> true. They were not spaced out. All right, so I told you that um, a lot of times at night uh, when I'm winding down and I'm a little buzzed, I'll make a note to myself. Something, a thought will occur in my head, and this is what the thought says. Better that the Rams did not trade for Christian McCaffrey. You know, that makes a lot of sense. I don't think Christian McCaffrey, and it came down to the Rams or Niners, and I think the Rams were one draft pick short. I don't think acquiring Christian McCaffrey at that point in the season would have made a difference to the Rams. I think they're better off that they did not make that trade. What do you think? How do you feel about, though, Christian McCaffrey with the team next year? Yeah, I lo- but but you're giving up. You, you'd have given up your second, your third, your fourth, your year following second. Th- and I know it's f them picks, but it feels like now's the time when we need them picks. Well, it just depends on. Do you think Christian McCaffrey can stay on the field? Because if he can stay on the field, he can create a lot of the production that could that could equal at least a couple of those picks himself. 
because he can run the ball, he can receive it, you can line him up anywhere you want, and he can be dangerous. The question is just can he stay on the field? Right, and that's always the question. I took him first in my fantasy league two straight years, and he got hurt both years. This year he stayed healthy. Um, I just don't think at that point in the season, and I think it was maybe week six or something, the Rams were maybe three and three or three and four, something like that. I don't think McCaffrey would have put them over the top by any stretch of the imagination. They just wound up having too many injuries. But you raise a good point. Uh, He would be good to have next year. Although I will also say this. They discovered Cam Akers during the second half of the season, during that last month of the season, last five weeks of the season, and he looks like he's going to be a bell cow running back for the Rams now. Yeah. So they didn't trade for him. They kept their draft picks, and maybe they've got their running back for the future and for next year. Assuming Sean McVay is truly bought back into Akers. Oh, they, he, uh, he has. Well, just it took him a long time to go with Cam Akers, despite the fact that it was pretty obvious the Rams needed something in the running department, and he was going pretty far out of his way not to use Cam Akers. And I know there's two sides to this. I know there was stuff going on with Akers himself, but it seemed like McVay was looking to avoid that. You know, if he's bought back in, great, because like you said, he looked really good, but there was something there. We talked to Sean late in the year, and he he actually unprompted brought up Cam Akers. Uh, So I I feel like he has – bought back in and I do think I think Akers was really good down the stretch this year really good down the stretch do you have any idea what prompted that note about McCaffrey not the first clue (laughs) not the first clue I want another one another note please Brady next weekend on Fox Uh, so Tom Brady has got a gigantic deal with Fox Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart now work together but isn't Fox going to find a way to use Tom Brady as a broadcaster during next week? I'm not saying supplant Greg Olson just like that. I'm saying, isn't he on studio shows? Isn't he doing stand-ups from the field? All that kind of stuff for the Super Bowl? It's a Fox Super Bowl. I have to figure they're going to involve him in some way. Unless he says, it's just too much right now. I need a break. But it doesn't seem like Tom Brady ever needs a break from anything. Like Tom Brady seems like somebody who's like a shark. If he's not moving, he just dies. Like it, it just seems like Tom Brady always wants to be doing something, you know, other than I guess just being around his family or whatever. Like it just seems right. like he always needs to be doing something, probably related to football. But you know, he's got this movie. He's been doing other content creation. He's got the interview with Jim Gray. He always does. Seems like he needs to be busy all the time. Yeah, I wonder. It now. This is total conspiracy he's got this movie that he produced called Brady 80 for Brady it's coming out tomorrow do you think he timed the retirement announcement to coincide with the release of the movie as a real retirement thing or is it a fake retirement no no I think it's a real retirement I just think he knew he was going to retire he said you know I'll do it the week my movie's coming out well I mean I wouldn't blame him because it seems like that movie needs all the help it can no, get. No, I think that movie's going to do really well. I don't. It's scheduled, uh, uh, The tracking says $15 million opening weekend. It's a good number. It is a good number that feels high to me. Like, I don't know a single person. I have a lot of movie-loving friends. I don't know a single person who's even sort of interested in that movie. You're not in the demo, though. I, but who is the demo? Uh, the demo is older people. The demo is... I'm glad I'm not in that demo. Yeah, no, the demo... And I've seen the movie. I actually think it's really funny. 
I mean, I, I get a kick out of seeing, you know, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin and all these classic actresses uh, in the movie. And Brady's really funny in it. And Gronk is really funny in it. And Danny Amendola is really funny in it. Um, I actually think it's going gonna, it's gonna to do business. But it's going to do business. You know how they divide uh, the movie business up into four quadrants? Mm-hmm. This is going way inside now. Uh, there's 25-plus men, 25-plus women, 25-under uh, men, 25-under women. So I think this one's going to score big, 25-plus. Um, and especially 25-plus women. Well, it's got to be, though, like the 25 to 50 demo. Because yeah. once you start getting to like 60, 70, which is obviously the demo that loves these actresses or seen the most with these actresses, grew up with them, they're also the demographic that doesn't really like going to the movie theater right now. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting test of that. Because grown-ups, adults, uh, older people have not generally gotten into the hang of going back to the to the movies since the pandemic. Now, my mom and not stepdad Leo go. They'll go to see this this weekend. Okay, I'm going to text my... I can't text my mom because my mom doesn't know how to text, but oh, I'm going to text damn. my dad to yeah. ask my to ask her if my mom plans to see 80 for Brady because my mom sees everything. Oh, she does? She sees everything. Good for her. Oh, yeah. No, she... I think I probably got my love for movies in part because of her. She loves seeing everything. We should bring her on to uh, to give us movie reviews. I think she, you know what? I think she'd be too shy to do it. Oh, is that right? But she's one of those people that her reviews would be very unintentionally funny. I just, I think Perfect. she'd be scared to do it. Perfect. Like my mom's review of what was the one with uh, George Clooney and Sandra Bullock in space? What was that one called? Oh, Gravity. Gravity. My mom's review was: I like movies with more people in them. <laughs> <laughs> Because it really just was George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, no, right. if, if you need a third cast member, that is not the movie for you. Not, not, your, not your picture. All right, uh, coming up next for you, you're going to spin the wheel of questions, plus that Bobby Marks uh, trade that he would like to see the Lakers make, which we will uh, tell you about. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Wheel of questions. Producer Hori, are you ready with that wheel? Hit it. Oh, Andy Kamenowski in for John today. We're only on until 2.30, so get us while we last. Here is the question. <laughs> if your house, your home, had a theme song, what would the theme song be? Huh. If your home had a theme song, what would your theme song be? That is a great question. Uh, That's why I put it on the wheel. Some days it just feels like, what's a song about chaos? Because if you know, if you got the wife and the kid and all that stuff, it just feels like you're constantly juggling like ten different things. Otherwise, it the soundtrack to my house feels like whatever my daughter wants to listen to because kids tend to listen to things on loops. Lately, the song she's really into is "Welcome to the Jungle." Which I guess really? is kind Your of chaos. Into GNR? My daughter has 
awesome music taste. I forget, for how sixth old grader. is your daughter? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. And she's into Guns N' Roses. Wow. She, she loves Guns N' Roses. She loves Prince, uh, Bowie. Uh, she likes Queen. Um, she's she's in like. How did a, she get such eclectic music tastes at such a young age? Have you met her father? Right. It's it's <laughs> all me. It's all when she was little. My wife and I made a decision. She is not going to be listening to like Barney or specifically kids music. Like if she happens to hear it, fine. But that is not what we're going to introduce her to. So in the crib, you were uh, force-feeding, like, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2? <laughs> yes. Gun, this one actually, I think she first actually heard this song through Jumanji because it's oh, okay. it's in, actually, the, the remake with Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson. Yep. Um, so I think that's where she first heard this song, but probably something through TikTok or whatever has really, really gotten her into it. She likes uh, Paradise City, too. She likes Sweet I Child of Mine. Paradise City. Actually, I went for a long walk today, and Paradise City was on my playlist. Yeah. It's a it, great record. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's very, very much into discovering different... Oh, you know what's funny? I did Spectrum last night, Spectrum Sportsnet. Yeah, the, uh, that's hilarious. Access Lakers. Well, it gets yeah, funnier. Funny. It gets funnier. Okay, good. I hope so. <laughs> uh, Alex, Alex Cohen, you know, who does news over there. I love Alex Cohen. I watch her. Uh, what's her show called? On the Issues? Or? Yes. Yeah, yeah she, she's great. Yeah, she's great. She's a really she's great person. She's on the Channel One News. Yep. She had Philip Bailey on as a guest. Philip Bailey. Philip Bailey. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. And also Easy Lover, the song with Phil Collins. <laughs> That's what I remember him for is Easy Lover. Yeah. She's an easy, easy lover. lover. But yeah. my daughter loves the song Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. So she was super excited when I texted her that one of the guys from Earth, Wind, and Fire was in a different part of the studio that I was in. That's pretty cool for a sixth grader. I'm not going to lie. Cool. So as a as a as a seventh grader or eighth grader, would you say sixth grader? She's sixth. She's not. She's not listening to Harry Styles and Taylor Swift and all the stuff the kids are listening to. She's okay. old school. Speaking of Harry Styles and Taylor Swift, you want to talk about proud father moments in her yeah. music class earlier this year? They had to do a project on guitarists, okay. and they had to pick a guitar player. And she actually just started playing herself. She's oh, taking nice. lessons. I got her an electric guitar for Christmas. Cool. And she told me that everybody in her class chose either Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, or a couple of people chose Drake. I'm like, I don't even think he plays an instrument. No, I don't think so. My daughter chose Prince. Nice. I'm like, man, I am a great father. Not yeah, good. You are. Great. You are. Yeah. Got him started on Guns and Roses in the year. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, now I've told that story. Should I tell that story? I, yeah, sure. Bergman, have time. I told this story? Yes, you have, so you should tell it again. Okay, okay, I'll tell it again. No, no, I told it recently. I'm not, okay, I'll tell it. Ireland would never just hesitate. Make up your mind, you man. Just tell By the, the story. way, Ireland would never hesitate. He'd just tell the story even if he told it yesterday. You could tell so, it five minutes ago and he would tell it again. <laughs> Telling stories twice a show. So uh, we were, uh, Guns and Roses came to Toledo. And uh, we were not the presenting station, right? Oh, yeah, uh, you told us this one already. <laughs> so let's skip it. Should I skip it? Oh, we're just messing with you. Keep going. Oh, keep okay. going. Uh, so we were, the, we were not the presenting station. It was WIOT was the presenting station. That was the classic rock station. So there's always a big announcement before the concert. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, presented by WIOT Guns N' Roses. Recording like that. So what we did was we took a, uh, a recording and we got a... 
uh, a recording for us, and we paid the sound man to play it before the concert. And so right before Guns N' Roses went on stage, it said, 93QWRQN, proud to present Guns N' Roses. And it was, the other station was just, they were so pissed off because that was like the moment, right? The yeah. moment where they finally get the shine. And we jumped in there, and a uh, $100 bill will get you a long way. Yes, $100 bill gets you a long way. Uh, all right, Jorge, your house has a theme song. What is it? Uh, right now, Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just the Bluey theme. Yeah, it's just a family-oriented cartoon that Mighty likes watching it's every, funny. every day. That's and what, what is Bluey? I, I mean, it's I just a little cartoon. It's a It's a family of dogs in australia it's yeah, actually a it. funny show yeah it's i a- have friends that die by it they say that it's the greatest show and they watch it alone not even with kids really they watch it by themselves yeah, yeah it's they just like it that much yeah it's right a fun there. show it's a fun show yeah, that's uh, all bergman all right so i just want to see if you can figure out this is the first thing that came to my mind right. i want to see if you can figure out what theme song this is okay go ahead Jorge. It's not Life Goes On. No. Is it... Uh, this Family Matters? No. Is it Mr. Belvedere? No, it's 80s. Oh, Mr. Belvedere would be good. Don't know. Empty Nest? You ever see Empty Nest? Empty Nest. <laughs> oh, Greg, way to bring the room down. <laughs> he's not bringing the room down. He's, he's all like, happy. He's like he's having people over every once in a while, and he's, he lives alone. So that's you, empty nest. Empty nest, yeah. I got an I got an empty nest. <laughs> Richard <Okay>. Mulligan. <laughs> Richard <laughs> that's, Mulligan. That's, that's exactly right. who it is. <laughs> Great. Uh, he was. Did anybody? Uh, this is going way way back, but uh, the the series soap. Oh yeah, unbelievably funny. Wasn't Billy Crystal he, in that? Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. Billy Fr- Crystal played the first gay character on television, and Richard Mulligan used to be able to make. He thought he could make himself invisible by snapping his fingers. A- am I remembering <laughs> this correctly? Was was the character of Benson spun off from Soap? Yes, it was. That's Good what I call. This is yeah. Bluey. That was that was a spinoff. Um, f- for me, it's super easy. You know, it's going to be Marley. I'm not going to do it's jamming. I would do one love. One love is what describes our home. One love. Oh. And it's got to be Marley. Uh. Uh. It's an excellent theme song. That was a right. very that was very cappy of you. There's uh, uh. Yeah, I know. I don't want to get too cappy. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Nobody wants to get too cappy. Uh all right. Great so song. Uh, there you have it. There's my theme song. Okay. So Jorge, you've done some more calculations about your alcohol intake. Yeah, we'll post it on Twitter. It's easier. <laughs> no, no. T- uh, first of all, give the total. Uh, I already did. It's fifteen gallons and ninety six ounces. Fifteen gallons and ninety six ounces. Yeah. Which is a lot. Now, you say this is for only an eight-month period. It's roughly, yeah. That's not counting parties and, you know, little gatherings that you go to and drink maybe a few, you know? Yeah. That's so. a lot. of See, so those numbers that we did the other day, New Hampshire, five gallons of alcohol. Well, that's spread out over everybody, including old people who don't drink and kids who don't drink. Uh, so that's why that's low. I, Jorge, I don't think yours is out of control. No, but this last year, remember, we had the World Cup, so that kind of added to it. <laughs> <laughs> the World Cup. Yeah, the Did World you drink Cup. when the World Cup was on early in the day? No, if it was like, if I'm at home, then yeah. The morning game, like yeah. the 6 a.m. game? Yeah. Well, not that early, but, you know, have one or two. How many times a year was the World Cup going on? <laughs> <laughs> it was only two months. <laughs> 
All right, so we still haven't gotten to this Bobby Marks thing. Those Dodgers playoffs, you know, everything. We only have one segment of the show left. And yeah. the MLS Cup. <laughs> the MLS Cup. <laughs> and the playoffs. Or is blaming <laughs> soccer for his drinking. It's the soccer schedule. Sounds like you have a soccer problem. And the Dodgers and the Lakers started off in a uh, Lakers, exactly all that. So yeah. Well, that's why you were betting against them the exactly. whole time. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, exactly. drink this away. All right, so I, I'm serious. When we come back, we're going to do this Bobby Marks uh, pie-in-the-sky trade that the, he's recommending or would like to see the Lakers and Bulls make. That is coming up next for you. 2.15 is Game of Games, and then see ya. Uh, it is uh, Bergman's game today. Jacob Romani is going to play. Mesa in Ireland, 710 ESPN. And my Niners lost. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, so we got uh, Lakers basketball, uh, pre with Slee, coming up for you at 2.30, about uh, 30 minutes from right now, 4 o'clock tip, Lakers at Indiana uh, to play the uh, Pacers. And LeBron James listed as questionable, but we have not heard he's not going to play. I'm assuming he's going to play. Yeah, I'm assuming he is too. I'm assuming he is. Um, so, by the way, I'm exhausted. How about you? Oh, this has been, this has been rough, man. I'm winded. Well, Bergman? you know what it is? We're sprinting. We're sprinting yeah, we're, this it, show. You know, we're packing so much into this 90 minutes. We are. So um, this is a story that you sent us today. Now, uh, uh, Andy, this is uh, called Six Trades We Want to See at the 2023 NBA Trade Deadline. Mm-hmm. So I cannot get into my ESPN Insider account. Well, fortunately so for I you, can, I can. I can only read a portion of the article, but it's the good part. It is the Lakers, okay? <laughs> so that, that was the first trade listed. So uh, Bobby Marks describes this as a Hollywood blockbuster. Lakers get Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, and Javante Green. Chicago Bulls get Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly, Max Christie, the 2027 pick unprotected, and the 2029 pick unprotected. Now, I can tell you up front, I hate this trade. Andy, what do you think? <laughs> hate isn't even a strong enough word. I mean, I, honestly, I, this is just makes no sense. Okay, first of all, if I'm taking on Lonzo Ball and the next two and a half years where I don't even know if, much less when, he's going to step on a court, he hasn't played in over a year, you're giving me picks. I'm not right. giving you picks. Like, I, Yeah, like we would be taking Lonzo off their hands. Right. I am not – I mean, Russell Westbrook is expiring in half a season. The Correct. Lakers have paid already more than half of his salary. I am not giving up two fully unprotected picks and Max Christie and taking on Lonzo Ball, who could be 20-ish a year of dead cap space for the next two and a half years just to get Zach Levine. Like, he's not that good. He's good. He is nowhere close to He's that very good. good. He'll give the Lakers a third star. In concept, I like the idea of getting Zach Levine, but you are taking on the baggage of, of Lonzo Ball, and you are giving up 
your expiring $47 million contract. You know, technically, they got a whole bunch of money to spend uh, during this offseason with Westbrook off the books. And also, uh, Bergman, you said earlier today, Max Christie looks like he can play. Yeah, I actually don't really like the idea of Max Christie going anywhere. 6'6", probably about 200 pounds. He blocks. He's a good three-point shooter. He plays very good defense. He's not anything great right now, but eventually down the line, he could be a real player. I, I don't really want to lose him. So because I can't I, – I think we're all unanimous on this, right? This is not it's a, it's a, a ridiculous great idea. It's not a not – a, I don't know what – it's not Bobby Mark's best day. It's a block – he described it as a blockbuster. It's a blockbuster like in the, the vein of Waterworld or like the Postman. Like big budget tanked. It just absolutely post- tanked. Remember the Postman was the other Kevin Costner movie that tanked. Oh, right. Another Three hours. bomb for Kevin mm-hmm. Costner, yeah. Now he's got that Yellowstone. Everybody watches Yellowstone. Oh, he's doing just fine now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he's doing great. Now they got Yellowstone. They got 1883. They got 1923. I, I think Taylor Sheridan's just like picking out years. Yeah, he's, he is. He's the go-to, like, if you need something that's kind of like Montana area. Like, you want to set something in Montana, like, you know, that sort of farmland, uh, Montana he did because I think he did Hell or High Water too. Didn't yes, he? he did Hell or High Water. He did Wind River, which was shot yes. maybe in Wyoming. I think that yeah, Montana, Wyoming, like Rust. If you need a director in that part of the country, mm-hmm. that's your guy. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the niche. So uh, yeah, I. But do you think the Lakers will do something? I mean, this obviously isn't it. But do you think the Lakers have already made a move on Rui Hachimura? Uh, do you think they will? make another move Thursday is the trade deadline I think it's possible my guess is it's more likely to be involving Patrick Beverly I agree than it is Russell Westbrook I think Westbrook at this point particularly with Miles Turner now extended and off the board with Indiana I don't know if there's a Westbrook deal to be had Um, my hope with what the Lakers do is that they start looking to build next year's team now really yeah just start building continuity for next season. Like hopefully like bring in guys who will help now. Like try right. to bring in legit players for this year. But the idea is because the Lakers haven't had continuity in so long, start acquiring pieces that are going to be on the books next year. You're not looking to bring in another group of one-year guys. Start building next year's team now so you can actually have some familiarity with each other with next season and hopefully hit the ground running. See, this is why I like, and I think that the one name that's still out there that I would, I think would be just fantastic with the Lakers is Boyan Bogdanovich, who is under contract uh, for next year too. at something like 20 million or 21 million or something like that. But he's a great, he's a great shooter. He is. A great uh, shooter. He would immediately become their third best option on the floor. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. You're hearing more and more now that Detroit, really is interested in keeping him like that it's is that real- right well because the pistons want to start making the playoffs i think if cade cunningham hadn't gotten hurt yeah they true. were counting on making it this year they don't really have any playoff experience there like they need some degree of veteran leadership i i mean i don't think he is Andy, off- they're 13 and 39 i'm talking for next year though i mean for oh, okay. next year when cade cunningham is back and they hopefully can get into the playoffs you need somebody who's been there before, and you know he still he still can be an asset moving forward. I'm not saying I think he's totally ungettable, but the idea that they're bluffing that he requires an unprotected first, I'm starting to think it's not a bluff. Yeah, 
I think, well, see, I, I've said, you know, a protected, you know, a lottery protected or a top 10 protected number one. Because, I mean, for, look at it this boy, way. They don't need to trade Bogdanovich to still be in the women Yama or Scoot Henderson sweepstakes. Like, right, they're in it. Yeah, I mean, they're they're losing with Bogdanovich. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, right if he's now, if uh, in the sweepstakes, Detroit thirteen and thirty nine, Houston thirteen and thirty eight, and San Antonio fourteen and thirty eight. Those are the bottom three. Right. So San Antonio, Houston, Detroit. It's not like Bogdanovich is a danger where they win too many games. They're losing plenty with him. Thank you very much. So there's no hurry to trade him if you're Detroit. What other names are out there? Because I can't read the rest of this article. Um, <laughs> as far as the article my, goes. My insider account is not working. They, they actually, at the end, they had another one with the Lakers. And it was Patrick Beverly, Wenyon Gabriel, and JTA to the Suns for Jay Crowder and Cameron Payne. Okay. Jay Crowder does make some sense. Gives him a big wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would we be giving up? Uh, Beverly, Wenyon, Gabriel, JTA. So basically all expirings. This is this is done with the idea, I'm guessing, that Phoenix thinks they're just going to take a step back. Uh, Jay Crowder and campaign. I actually like that. Why would they not? Why would the Lakers not do yeah, that? Yeah, what would be the point? Uh, JTA plays about a minute a game every two weeks. I think it's that campaign still has money left on his deal. Oh, is that what it is? Um, let me look it up right now, but I, I don't think campaign is expiring. I mean, Wendy Gabriel has some be. moments, but he's he lost all of his playing time as soon as Rui got here. Yeah, I, I would like uh, Gabriel to get more minutes, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Uh, he is on the books for one more season campaign for six and a half mil. Oh, you can oh, handle well, come that. On. Eat that. Well, but here's the thing, though. If and I'm not saying this necessarily against it. I'm just saying it's something you have to consider. With re-signing Rui and retaining campaign, then all of a sudden you're looking at maybe only about – 13 mil, 15 mil in cap space. Well, then you're going to have to re-sign uh, Austin Reeves, too. So there's a, there's more money that's going to go have to, down. Do you have to re-sign Russ? No. no. Uh, well, you could re-sign him at a lower number. I'm just saying, you, you, you have to start thinking about minimum your Minimum deal for Russ? Is that what's going to happen? I don't think you should do a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> 1.5. I think you could sign him for less. I am fascinated by the idea of what happens with Russ after this coming season. Like, with the Lakers or anywhere, just – where Westbrook's career goes. Yeah, who's going to take like who's going to take him on on at some big contract? I don't think anybody's going to give him a big deal anymore. Oh no, I, I think it'd be like maybe a mid level type deal. But what's a mid level type? Nine million, one year, ten million. Two like the years, veterans type. No, no, I'm a full. I, I think a full mid level exception. I don't know if he would he want to keep doing this for like two million a year because no, that's a veteran's no. minimum. I, I don't think so. He, wherever he goes, he's not a starter. There's no. not one team in the NBA where he's a starter. Well, no, right? especially now when we've seen what he looks like coming off the bench. He's actually a nice. Uh, he's he's a really nice fifth man. Oh, I'm guessing. Man. I'm guessing every team that talks to Russ in free agency, whether you're talking about the Lakers, I guess, or any other team, is the role is coming off the bench, take it or leave it. Like you start with that, and if you eventually move him in the starting lineup, fine. But I think you create that baseline with Russ where you are a sixth man, important part of the team, but sixth man, take it or leave it. Um, okay, I want to do one quick thing here. So uh, you you would hit the Seinfeld. There you go. So I, I, I told you I, I write notes to myself late at night uh, when I'm a little buzzed and, and they sometimes come back on the show. So this note says, best actor, best actress, why? <laughs> 
What what is it for? Is it everything everywhere all at once? No, it is. This is what it is. I it, and I remember exactly what I was thinking, which is amazing. Uh, it is. Why do we have a best actor and a best actress? Why it's just acting? Why don't they all compete in the same category? I actually, my fear would be that if you made it gender neutral, you'd end up with it more lopsided towards men because there's. You think so? Yeah, there's more good roles for men than women. Because, you know, the Grammys, which are this Sunday at uh, Crypto.com Arena, the Grammys are gender neutral. Sure. Best best pop record. Best, it's not best female pop star, best male pop star. It's not any of those. It's just, it's just the, the, it's gender neutral. I wouldn't have an issue with it. Like, I wouldn't object necessarily on principle, but my concern would be that you'd end up with it weighed way more towards men because even though I think there's progress being made towards women's roles, on balance, there's more good roles for men than women. Huh. That's interesting. That's an interesting take. I, I wonder. I wonder how it would turn out. Um, have you seen Everything Everywhere all at once, Andy? Yeah, loved it. Yeah, it's great. Have you seen it, Bergman? No, I have it. I just need to sit down and actually watch Gotta it. Got to jump on that, man. I want it to. is it looks a great. great movie. I think it's going to sweep all the awards. Yeah, that's all right. You didn't like it, Jorge. I fell asleep to it. No, I didn't like. I fell asleep. It. To how it. many yeah. beers have you had? Yeah, how many beers? Do you have beers. a twelve pack? That <laughs> I did night? not have it? any beers that day. I just—it's not my thing. It's very comic, like very—I don't know, like like a comic book kind of movie. But I the, didn't like it. The only thing I know about it, and I don't want to know anything else about it, is that it's multiverse. So it is multiverse, which yeah. I like. But so. it's a real like the way I would describe it is, it's. The Joy Luck Fight Club. I mean, excuse me, the Joy Luck the Club. The Joy Luck <laughs> Don't ruin anything Fight Club. I'm trying Luck. to go in completely blind. No, this trying to go is in a blind. movie I want to see, the Joy Luck Club. <laughs> 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 combine Joy Luck Club and Fight Club. Years, 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 years ago. What what that was. was Were you year, drinking? No, years, years, years ago, I was in a sketch t- uh, comedy group, and we actually did a sketch called the Joy Luck Fight Club. Oh, my but, God, that's, uh, that's so freaking funny. But I really think it's... The Joy Luck Club, you know, like this this very female-centric story of, you know, Chinese characters, generational, you know, culture, yep. that sort of thing, meets The Matrix, meets Looney Tunes. Like, that's the best way I would describe it. Like, it's it's unlike anything else you've ever seen. Yeah, it's I, terrific. See, this, I, I was doing a podcast this morning, and I, I said, you know, I, I like movies that are like nothing I've ever seen. Like Doctor and Strange. It's, it's very rare that you walk out of a movie and say... I have never seen anything like that. Um, I've never seen anything like a family multiverse movie. It, I just n- never have. It's it is a really unique movie. Like it's funny, but it's also touching, and it plays with these different rules of the multiverse, and it like makes up its own rules. And there there's real weirdness to it. Like yeah, it's, there it, is. It, it's strange to see a movie this weird and out there get this type of appreciation yeah. with the Academy. It's playing everywhere except in Jorge Sauce. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. doesn't play there. It doesn't play there. It doesn't. All right, uh, coming up next for you, going to do some game of games. Jacob and Ronnie's going to be along, and uh, we will do that coming up next. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
All right, here we go. It is game of games time, and we welcome to the show John Ireland and Michael Thompson, who are in Indianapolis. Guys, what's going on? What's happening, fellas? It's cold back here. I bet. I bet. And uh, Jacob and Ronnie is here in studio. Well, I'm not, I'm not Ireland. You heard I'm, I'm home all week. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Jacob. How are you, man? Fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. So this game uh, is probably it's, – its name is your buzzer. It is going to be name is your buzzer. Name is your buzzer. It's Bergman's game today. And okay. Ireland and Michael have got a chance, although Michael will be on delay, I will be on delay, and uh, Ireland will be on delay. So There's no, no delay. delay. We'll, we'll take Jacob <laughs> down anyway. Minus <laughs> one for Mace for complaining. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's not even a complaint. I think it is a complaint. Minus one. Mace starts off minus one. He's All right, Bergman, describe the game. I, I'm actually getting pissed now. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, we've done this before, but the Pro Bowl is this weekend, so I have words that contain the word pro in it. Okay. It could okay. be at the beginning, middle, or end of the word, and it could be two words possibly. Who knows? Noun. Noun? Pronoun. No. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, name is your buzzer, Michael, right. so just be ready me, to go. Just call me stud. <laughs> What is happening? All right, so and by the way, John, I've already won the first two games of the of the month. Well, you can't win today, sucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number one, when you have to do something quickly and creatively, Andy, Andy, proactive. No, Jorge, Jorge, produce. No, Michael, Michael. Procreate. No. Um, <laughs> keep going. Can, all right. So when you have keep to do something going. quickly and creatively with no preparation, think on your feet. Think on your feet. Oh, I know. Um, what is? Imp- uh, Mason. Mason. Impromptu. Oh, oh Jacob. Close. No, Jacob. Improv. That right. works. Improv works. All right, Jacob, get a phone. What do you have? What do you wait? What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say, John? Improvise. Improvise is the actual right word. Correct. Improvise. Yes. So who got it? John gets it. John gets it. Improvise. Boo! I thought you gave it to me. Sorry, because you said improv. It wasn't right there. It was improvise. I would have kept going. Complaining dog. Take your slang to the Urban Dictionary, Jacob. Slang. Improv is slang. Comedy club. All right. Number. Number two, the fruit section in the grocery Jorge. store. Jorge. Produce. Produce is the right answer. Yeah. Jorge well, gets produce. Produce. Yeah, produce. Same, it's Pro- the same way. Produce. No, Have I said right. I really hate produce. this game? <laughs> I, I have know, to say I my name? I know, Jacob. It it's not produce. No, it's produce. 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 Yeah. Yeah. The difference in the two. You don't go to the produce section. Produce. Yeah, I broke it down. All right, one for me, one for Jorge. All right, so, and minus one for Mace. Number three, when you say someone's name or a place... Mason. Per- Mason. Pronounce. Pronounce is the right answer. Okay, Come on, Michael, where were you? <laughs> uh, you guys are messing up. <laughs> you should see the look on Michael's face. He's totally disgusted. Improvisation. It doesn't start with pro. No, it doesn't have to. I said it, it could be anywhere. Yeah, it could be in the beginning, middle, or end. Or two words. So yeah. am I at zero or one? You're at zero. zero. Oh, no, mi- yeah. minus one. No, no, he had <laughs> no, one. Got minus one. one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah he got that one. Okay. All right, number four. Uh, when you make a baby with your partner, Mason. Mason. Procreate. No. 
Well, wait a minute. It's a. It's not. It's that's not the word I'm looking for, Mace. Right, did, but you it is a word. The, did you finish the clue, Greg? No. When you make a baby with your partner, you are doing this. Procreate, Andy. <laughs> Andy. Procreating? No. It's not. It's not procreate. Um, you are. So the new. I was going to say I was in a new position or something. Right? Yeah. No, no, it's not a position. <laughs> yeah. It's not a position. You are doing this. You are. Yeah, what are you doing if you're making a baby? Well, Bergman's G-rated, so it's not the one I'm really thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to know what you're thinking. Uh, Propos- propositioning. Ireland. No, Ireland. Reproduce. Reproduce is the right answer. John gets another point. But, okay, yeah, here's I, the problem, though. What if What if I'm right? I am actually right. That's not the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm but I'm right. right. But it doesn't matter. That's yeah, not the word that's right. It doesn't matter. He has a word. Andy minus one. Minus, minus, minus one for complaining, one. Randy. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. I'm still right on principle. <laughs> <laughs> Give me minus two. Oh, oh hey, minus two for Randy. <laughs> I'd rather be minus two and right uh, than out. positive that's two and living a lie. You are now minus two. Good job. All right. Number five. <laughs> Morales and Mario make a ton hey, of these. Okay. Mason. Production. No. Michael. Ireland. Michael. Jacob. Oh, I heard Michael. Yeah, uh, promoting. No. Andy. Ah, Andy. Jake. Promo. Promo is the right answer. <laughs> yeah. What? Andy's minus one. Andy's yeah. back to minus one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, number six. This is a basketball movie with Will Ferrell. Andy. Ireland. Andy. Semi-pro. Semi-pro is right. You're oh, at zero, Andy. Andy's, Andy's at, at zero. zero. Have I told you guys how much I hate this game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Come on, Jacob. You, you got both. this. Me and you both. Sorry, I didn't do. Uh, I forgot you were coming today. Um, <laughs> number seven. This is when you aren't allowed to do something, stopping someone. Andy. Andy. Prohibited. Prohibited is the right oh, answer. Andy's at one. That's at one. Wow, coming back from minus two. Wow. This has never happened before. Yeah. You could have been winning, fool. Okay, number eight. <laughs> Rather do it my this way. is a utensil used in math to measure angles. Ireland. Ireland. Protractor. Protractor is the right answer. <laughs> Protractor. Is the right answer. I never took math. It's one of the I pros. Never took math. <laughs> the pros use the protractor. <laughs> Ma- math is not a required subject. It is not. All right, number nine. This is the last one. I do have a. a uh, a tiebreaker. Oh, this is music. the last one. I've already won it. Yeah, Ireland's you have. won. No, Ireland's okay. won. Okay, so. Do it, anyway. Do it anyway. Not a neutron or an electron. Mason. Mason. Proton. Proton is the right answer. You made it to one, Mace. Good job. <laughs> All right, Mace. All right, tie-breaker. that'll do it. Yeah, do you I want the tiebreaker? I mean, it's, it's hard. That's okay. Go ahead. Okay, you want the tiebreaker? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. Sure. When you offer to buy something from someone and then the other side comes back at you with an offer. So an offer. Someone, you give an offer to someone, then they come back at you with a different offer. Okay, counter Horror. offer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Come on, man. It's got to have pro in there. Andy? Andy? Is it a proffer? No. Oh, that's true. Uh, you uh, should Michael, know, Jacob. Michael, Michael, I don't do Michael. contract. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Michael. Proposition. No. Propose. Well, Proposal. Well, you, you can't. Well, okay. Appraisal. <laughs> Jacob. Jacob. Counterproposal. Counterproposal is the oh! right answer. Wow. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> Three years of law school and 26 years of practicing law can finally work. So, so Jacob, I, uh, guys, how you how you feeling about tonight? Uh, LeBron is going to play, right? He was questionable. Is he going to play? I don't know. We don't they, know. They, we haven't heard. He's he's on the list as questionable. We don't know about him, and we don't know about Tyrese Halliburton. 
but we think they're both going to play. We need these so wins, guys. We need these wins. Yes, we do. I just hope LeBron paces himself so he doesn't score too much. Well, Michael thinks that uh, LeBron definitely is going to break the scoring record at home. At home. But he only has two games to work with. So Yeah, it's either need, OKC or Milwaukee. Yeah, he does need to score like somewhere between 20 and 30 tonight to keep this plan on track. Yeah. So if so, he doesn't play tonight, it, for for whatever reason, we don't know that to be the case, he would, have would to probably be 30, Milwaukee. He'd have to average 30 a game to do it at home. Oh, he'll definitely do that if he doesn't play tonight. So you'd have to have 30 in New Orleans, 30 yeah. against OKC, and yeah. 30 against uh, oh, yeah. Milwaukee. <laughs> Jacob, let me ask you, do you think the town completely gets what we're seeing with LeBron? Honestly, I don't. I uh, really don't. I, I think not? I think, you know, everyone's excited about it because I don't I don't you know, I remember when Kareem passed it and I yeah. never thought that I would really see somebody else that's gonna excel to this extent. You don't but, think this is getting as much hype as when Barry Bonds passed Hank Aaron? I don't. I really yeah, I not I even close. I mean, the, the closest thing to it, Michael, that I've heard is how the tickets have just skyrocketed, right. you know, yeah. for those games. But what and about uh, what about national interest? Because now these games are being moved around, Jacob, to accommodate this possible milestone breakage. Well, listen, I mean, of course, national interest, and you know, you hear it on national shows and everyone's talking about it. But we're here, we're in LA. I mean, this thing should be hyped to such an extent, right? Because we get an opportunity to watch another Laker really, you know, surmount another Laker. I mean, how many organizations can even talk about that? I just feel like there's got to be more excitement here. And, you know, I hope by the time it gets there, there will be. But I just, I, unfortunately, I don't see it, and I wish I saw more of it. Guys, do you sense that it's it's registering in a huge way? I think it is, national-wise, nationwide. And I think when we get to L.A., let's say he's got Oklahoma City, he's going to break it there. I think there's going to be – you're going to see, like, the media coverage is going to be packed in Crypto.com Arena that day. Yeah, it sure yeah, is. It sure you is. know, if he was breaking Kobe's record, it would be different because Kobe was so beloved. But you guys got to remember that Kareem, he spent a lot of years being adversarial with the media and the fans. And yeah. so it's he, he doesn't have the – and I'm not saying he, he doesn't deserve it. Kareem does because later in life, Michael, you you know this. He's he's really changed. Yeah, but and, and I but I don't think people hold Kareem in the on true the, on, uh, on the tier that Magic and true. Kobe are. But when Barry was breaking Hank's record, he, uh, yeah, Hank's record, he was a jerk, right? He, the media hated him, but yet they still covered it nonstop. Yeah. I don't All think right, it's. We'll let, you, we'll let you guys consider uh, continue this conversation during pregame. Uh, Game of games powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident, you go to calljacob.com or call eight four four twenty four Jacob. That's eight four four twenty four Jacob. Jacob, thank you very much for coming in. <laughs> and I, I, I think that's it. It's all good. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all good. Uh, and uh, Michael Thompson and John Ireland will have the call for you today at 4 o'clock right here on the home of the Lakers. Me, Andy, back tomorrow at 1, 710 ESPN.